0: My dudes.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Have we heard of a thing called scalp
1: popping? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> so in one of my um cursed Doom Scrolls uh the other night when I couldn't sleep, um my so I don't I don't have a TikTok account because I downloaded it once and I stayed up till 4 a.m. <laughs> and I thought this is gonna be a problem for me. So I deleted it. But my Instagram uh page is essentially the TikTok for you page. And there is a trend at the moment called scalp popping on TikTok where people will like grab a handful of hair at the like the top of um, their skull and pull and it pops like you and you crack your knuckles. What? Oh,
2: <laughs> so what?
0: I was I was like, oh, what's this? And then the video that I saw was like, don't do this <gasps> because it's pulling like a membrane under your scalp it like is attached to your skull and if you pull it too hard it will flood with blood and you can die <gasps> oh <my God. laughs>
1: that genuinely makes me feel sick and not a lot of things do that what the actual fuck
0: my stomach like curdled but also all oh. i've been able to think about like an invasive thought is i want to do it
1: D- well, yeah exactly that's the first thing well, that no, I, thought. I was like that. i can try yeah. that i don't want to try that i don't want to do that no mm-hmm.
0: oh, it's
2: right? so hard like your scalp is right there
1: yeah like
0: It's like they grab like a big thread of hair, they wrap around their finger and they just yank and it goes. And then, and cause, and it's just, it's just the the thought of it like lifting and then filling like that membrane filling with blood is so sick to me. Why would you visit
1: this upon us? I am so bad at fighting intrusive thoughts. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's like when you are – this is – when I recently one of my mates has had a baby. She's, like, the first mm-hmm. of my friends to have a baby, and it's very exciting, very cute. Um, and you know how they have the soft spot the at the <gasps> top of their head yeah. uh, because mm-hmm. the skull hasn't, like, all formed together, fused together for the birth, um, and you're not supposed to touch it? The whole time yeah. that I was supposed to be holding this baby, I'm just staring at its head like, don't fucking touch it. Don't fucking touch <gasps> it. Don't touch it. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> pop that scalp! No! Oh god! Now I'm gonna to want to pop a baby scalp. This is disgusting. Why are you doing this to
0: me? <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to the Weird Sisters, a podcast about the blessed and bizarre, and all the things you are happier not knowing about. It's
1: like popping your fucking skull. Grip it mm. and
0: rip it, just like your skull. My name is Tay.
1: Oh, God, I am the snail-eye nipples flopped off your chest. Laura. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am the final nail in the coffin. La, it's me. I'm back. It's so
1: good to have you. La's Yay! back. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. We've, uh, we've got a very apt um, topic this week because we are joined by La since poor Lacey has fallen down some stairs and her spinal injury has decided – fuck you, you're not allowed to do anything now. She took such oh. a tumble. <laughs> oh, poor Lacey. So please hold her in your hearts. Think of her. Mm-hmm. Think of lots of gross shit because you know she'll love that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much, La, for coming and joining us.
2: Of course. I know how much you guys missed me. I'm here with some more disgusting things to tell you about.
0: Really fucking I yearn for you every day. It. Exactly. Oh, oh. Please
2: stop.
1: <laughs> I, um, I'm going to explain what I am this week because it's not actually part of my story. Um, yes, please. I am another part of this that is apt for the medical theme that we are going with this week. I am actually going under a surgery on the 2nd of February. Uh, I am getting a breast reduction and I have been researching how the fuck they do it because it's so interesting, especially when you mm-hmm. know that someone's going to do it to you. Um, I have to have my nipples cut off <gasps> so they can replace them, but they don't oh, want goodness. them to die. So they have to like, attach them by a tiny blood supply like antenna from a snail and then flop them off my chest and then basically like cut all around the rest of my breast and put it in a new position.
0: Huh? They're going to give you those golden ratio, 45 <gasps> 55 nipples.
1: I hope
0: so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's gonna have those fucking museum-worthy curated tits, I get,
1: yeah, designer titty. That is what oh. I'm going to have after this. I hope. Anyway, touch fucking wood. If I end up with cursed tits because I went and jinxed myself for this podcast, I'm going to tell everyone about it. You guys are all going to have some cursed photos sent to you. It's going to yes, be
2: please. <laughs> so you have something to look forward to, either way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So we do have a topic. We have a theme, as you may have already understood from our, our weird segues. Uh segues. Um <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about weird medical junk. This is something that a listener asked for a while ago, and so it's not a specific topic. It's just just cutting stuff up. What's gross yeah. about it? Tell us about it.
0: Just thought we'd have some like light hearted fun this week. Just some just some old school gross shit. Why, Why not? That's, yeah, a bit
1: of, that's an interesting way to put that because some of the <laughs> topics that I was looking at were not lighthearted, but the one I went with kind
0: of is I say it's lighthearted. I just realized mine isn't very light
1: oh god what have you done <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let's just get straight into it, um, it. Yourself, tell us your thing yes so uh shout out to listener and all around uh great human Rochelle for requesting this story um all uh, complaints about vomiting can go directly to her. Um, but please prepare for the most effective piece of pro-contraception propaganda you have ever heard. Oh, my God. <laughs> the osteotome, uh, from the Latin words osteobone and (to cut, is a horrific amalgamation of a hand beater and a turkey carver. So the osteotome was a hand-cranked manual saw used in, like, early surgeries... It's invented by Bernard Hein in 1830, and this device was a breakthrough in medical science. Um, it may sound a little bit familiar because the osteotome was the earliest uh, model of the modern chainsaw. What the...
1: Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, no, I, I didn't understand what you were saying at first, but the more you talk, the more I picture this thing.
0: Yeah. All coming together. So... Uh, photos and all the good stuff on all of our socials, with This is podcast.com. But when I say it's a mixture of a hand beater and a turkey cover, it is literally a hand beater and a turkey cover. It's like it's got a hand crank and it's and you just you crank, you crank, you grip it and rip it and it off it goes. Um, <laughs> its most notable use, uh, was during childbirth.
1: Oh, don't you fucking How? do? That. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Start talking.
0: Yeah, now that everyone's genitals is like shriveled up, um. <laughs> in actual terror, um, I shall take you on this journey. So this is before the caesarean. Baby's only got out one way, only one way to go. And if your baby was too rotund or became <laughs> breached upon exit, you were in trouble. And for those blissfully ignorant, when a baby is breached, it's coming out the wrong way. Yeah, booty first. <laughs> Sideways, feet first, butt first, not in a pretzel. If it's not head first, you can have a bad time. Mm-hmm. The only solution was a symphysiotomy. Symphysiotomy. I did practice that. <laughs> symphysiotomy. To remove bone and cartilage from the pelvic area to allow room for the tiny bundle of joy.
1: Oh, to come what? Through. No.
0: Anesthetic? Never heard of her.
1: <laughs>
0: so, the origin of the chainsaw in surgery is a little iffy in the textbooks. So, there was a couple of Scottish lads named John Aitken and Jam- James Jeffrey who invented a flexible saw for surgery around the 1780s. It was like a metal serrated chain with two handles that you pulled back and forth.
2: Oh, like one of those two man
1: saws.
0: Yeah. And this device sprang up around the same time that the symphysiotomy did. Okay. So if that was like before the hand cranked one, they just had a two handed saw. They just pulled back. and forth. <laughs> um, has anyone seen 127 hours? <laughs> Super ineffective. I have
1: avoided that one uh, on purpose, but I feel like I need to watch it.
0: So this story, honestly, how did we as a species survive long enough when these are the risks of childbirth? Like breaching, dying, just getting your bones cut open. Like... (sighs) You know
1: why a lot of that is the case as well? Um, Mm. The reason that we evolved to have births like ours was so that we could uh, allow for the skull and the brain. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's really, really interesting, like the way that we evolved with uh, standing upright and walking with a pelvis versus being able to birth like a human. Um, And that's why like the skull is like all in parts and stuff so that it's It's squeezed out of a person. Uh, oh through the pelvis, which is very small considering, like, the fact that we stand upright. It's really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, well, yeah. I have a question, and, actually. Yes. When you say that they're, they're taking bits of bone and cutting it, are they, like, taking chunks of bone out of them? And
0: how? Yeah. And do they put them back? <laughs> so there, are, there are two ways. There's a symphysiotomy, which is to remove bone and cartilage, and then there's, like, a pelve- pelveotomy, which is, like, They just cut the ligaments and the cartilage. So they essentially will cut and just push the pelvis bits aside. So they will just rip you open. And then in other ways, they will remove it and then they'll sit you back together. But um, this actually reminds me when I was in year 12 health, um, there was only one boy in our class of like 20 something students. And one day that boy was absent so my health teacher, she walks in, slams their books on the desk and goes, today we're going to talk about birthing. <laughs> <laughs> and she told us uh, in a sentence I will never forget. Um, she said, when you have a baby, you can rip from one hole to the other. Yep,
1: from V to A. Oh.
0: Yep, and just have one gaping cloaca. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's
0: awful. So they, it's essentially the same thing. They do that. So they will... Which is still that's still a modern practice is to cut the wall between the vaginal opening and the anus to make it bigger. But in this very spooky way, they would cut they just cut the bone. So they just went full from V to A. Holy but shade V to A.
1: <laughs> and Did you like walk after this? Like were you just Well <laughs> That's it. You intended to live?
0: Well, that's the thing. They were like this is like, how is it was this a practice? Because it's just horrific. Um, but these, these procedures aren't as archaic as they sound. So mm. these procedures were still being performed on women as late as the 80s. What the fuck? What? Um, an estimated 1500 women experienced this without consent in Ireland between Ooh. the 40s and 80s. Oh, yes. What? So this is where I said mine was not that big of a downer, but then it kind of is a bit of a downer. <laughs> Every yeah, um,
1: time anyone cuts a bit of me in part in any way without my consent upsets me.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. So um in July of 2014, the UN Human Rights Committee like went to Ireland and they were like, you guys gotta investigate this bullshit, because this ain't on. And an investigation ran and that granted the possible compensation of about 40,000 no 40,000 and 100,000 pounds so between 40 so about 80 grand AUD to about 250 grand AUD depending on like the market <laughs> um for these non consensual procedures um of the 1500 supposed women that experienced this 300 applied <gasps> Um, this whole scheme ran for only 20 days and many women couldn't like access their medical records to prove their eligibility and they got either just like the bare minimum or nothing at all. Oh
1: my God. So two cool. days.
0: Yeah. So two days after the scheme closed, a massive number of records were discovered at Airmont Maternity <sighs> Hospital in Ireland, which is like wow. a pretty big Mecca for all of this shit. Um, So there's an article in the guardian where several women kind of like recounted their stories and all of these women did not give consent to the procedure. They were not briefed um, on this procedure beforehand and were strained in stirrups or straps
1: as it happened, which is
0: horrendous.
1: Yeah. Um, Nightmare fucking material.
0: Yeah. So they all had, so this is where you're like, can they walk? Well, they all had lifelong health issues due to this, these things. So one woman who is aliased as Mary She suffered incontinence for the rest of her life, as well as a limp and severe pelvic arthritis and spinal problems. So they just like went to town on her and she like obviously never recovered. Um, Another woman.
1: Fucking hell. Like every time that something happens, I have to like relate it back to me so I can understand it because I am just useless at being empathetic (laughs) apparently. Um, So, like, because I dislocate my knees because my tendons and ligaments are like stretchy and too long and it's agonizing. But if you have your ligaments and tendons cut, which I'm assuming like you mentioned earlier that that's part of this thing that they do, especially yeah. if you're fucking smashing open your pelvis, like <clears throat> mine are just stretchy. Imagine them being severed. Like, yes. holy fuck. Like
0: it's mm. it's And then, like, just imagine this procedure, no anesthetic. <clears throat> and then oh. back in like ye old times with that fucking hand-cranked turkey garb. <laughs>
1: Man, those (laughs) women who survived that procedure are tough as shit.
0: Absolutely tough as nails. There's another woman who is Alisa's reader. She suffered so severely from PTSD that she endured a miscarriage of her second pregnancy.
1: So quoted as,
0: I am sure it was just pure terror. I was so scared about going through childbirth again that she just miscarried. Like, that's like, that's some dark shit yeah right oh that's brutal
1: can yeah. you imagine that like your mental state being so intensely upset that you physically like manifest a miscarriage that's fucked up yeah that's so your body's sad. like
0: no nope, we're not going through this again
1: no we never are again. again
0: like she was so scared that she lied during her like six week post-op checkup because she was like oh to the doctor no i'm fine like nothing to see here because she didn't want to go back to the hospital oh. because she thought they would do something to her again which oh, you know what surprise. is fair yeah they oh. didn't brief her they that's didn't not tell words. her they just yeah, did it that's a um, that's intense yeah so i was doing a little bit more digging because like i was like why was this happening in like the the 40s 50s 60s 70s like why why and there was a alleged like um not spit but like a a, a, a conflict between like medical science and like the strict Catholic um situation that was that's going on in Ireland, and they were like, "Oh, caesareans aren't a thing because it's not natural, so it has to the babies have to come out the natural way."
2: Oh, yeah. So they're like, "No <laughs>
0: caesareans, no caesareans for anyone. Just how we can do it in a
1: different way yeah. instead. Get the chainsaw." <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? In all the articles I read, they were like, recovering from a, a an abdominal scar is far more comfortable than just from the Texas chainsaw massacre between
1: your legs. Oh my God.
0: Like, imagine. No, I don't. Horrendous. Want to.
1: No, I'm good. No. Thank you. I'm <laughs> oh, um, poor women. Holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm.
0: What else is like pretty fucked is that many of them were put on display for like the medical students
1: to watch. What the fuck? Oh. Like,
0: yeah. So like one of just the violate uh,
1: every way you can. Like just yeah. Yeah. Mm, why not?
0: I can't. I can't. Remember. I think it was. It, I think it was Rita in her recount in that article, where she said that she was like restrained and she was on her back so she couldn't see what was happening. And then all these like medical students came into the room and then she said. <laughs> you're you listeners know at home what they get when they tune into us so gore warning mm. but she said that suddenly her left leg started to spasm and she said it was pure agony because they just like started cutting oh my fucking like on. the the image of a leg spasming because it's being cut into mm. is so fucked <laughs> and it's, it's so sad oh my lord! like it's just this and like medical history as a rule super fascinating the human body is both so fragile and so resilient like you could scrape your knee and be a dirty little grot get infected and you die or you could have (laughs) your actual pelvis cut apart and a screaming life ripped from inside you and you survive
1: well this was a great episode to do just weeks before i go in for surgery thank you oh you're (laughs) not
0: worth anything you're just getting like these like beautiful designer titty you you're fine it's fine it's fine it's fine no i'm excited Yes. and the kind of like that being said with the medical history like the kind of like x walked so y could run aspect of medical history kind of often sh- overshadows the trauma yeah and pain that many people endured mm-hmm. like many of those people being marginalized groups um like medical science just experimenting on people who aren't cis s- and white because why not like
1: yeah, the simple have... experiments of uh, oh, yeah. Tuskegee, I think it is. That's fucked up. It's a whole mm. fucked up story.
0: Like, I have no doubt that symphysiotomies still happen. Like, surely. In secret, without consent, they are definitely still happening somewhere in some awful part of the world where these people have no, oh, like, agency. Like
1: Fuck. Of course it will yeah. be. Oh, that upsets yeah. me. Yeah. <sighs> so, so...
0: The success of Heinz Osteotome. <laughs> um, his little hand crank chainsaw spread through the medical industry. Hey, if this thing is so effective at birth and babies, maybe it'll work in other areas. So apart from it being a hor- like having horrible origins, the Osteotome is now like a very uh, – useful medical tool. Amputations became quicker. They became easier, had a higher survival rate. They were particularly successful at dealing with joints and cartilage. Infection rates were lower. um, And it was just done quicker. Because imagine, like, using that fucking two-hand man saw (laughs) back and forth over an arm, fucking James Franco style. Have you heard
1: of the um, the 300% mortality rate of an amputation that happened in the, I think it was, like, the 1700s or 1800s? 300. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Fuck. I, it's a very uh, quick story, but basically um, there was a surgeon that was like, I am the fastest at amputation and I will show it like to everyone. So like, um, you know, obviously how they used to have a lot of uh, back in 16, 17, 1800s had like uh, amphitheater basically for medical students to watch yes. things taking place. Um, he, he did an amputation uh, and he basically killed the patient um killed a person who was assisting who was holding them down by cutting through their fingers which went gangrenous uh and then they died um and also he was doing it so quickly that he slipped and cut through the coat of a bystander and the bystander was so horrified and thought that he'd been hit that he immediately dropped dead from a heart attack oh
2: shit it's I so interesting.
1: I've forgotten yes. all the details. I just always remember the 300% mortality rate and exactly how it happened. But Google it. It's so interesting.
0: That is so like um, sideshow wacky, <laughs> uh, like sore bones, snake oil style, like medical history. That is the no. thing. My story started off lighthearted, went to a dark place. That shit right there <laughs> is the why i love medical history so much yeah just and people just, being fucking idiots i know
1: and <laughs> exactly like you mentioned if you enjoy this listen to Sawbones. That's it's one that Tay actually put me on ages and ages and ages ago yes very very funny podcast uh very interesting yes run
0: by a actual doctor and her husband who is my podcasting hero uh the McElroy family <laughs> love you so dearly they have very um, interesting
1: voices to listen to it's very sweet it's-
0: It's the uh, West Virginian accent. (laughs) It's very good. Um, In conclusion, the osteotome was so good at cutting bone that some lumberjacks thought, hey, tree cutting by hand's getting pretty old. Let's try this. In the 1920s, the modern chainsaw was born. No (laughs) longer just a hell device from our nightmares, but useful as well. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, some sources. So I've got The Guardian. Um, Mamma Mia. Mamma <laughs> Mia's coming through with the sources <laughs> I'm lately.
1: Stop, so bless you, Mamma Mia.
0: The Principles of Midwifery by John Aiken. Um, I found a scan of the whole book and it's like a year old book from like the like seventeen nineties, and it's like ancient, but it's all scanned, and when you flip it, it's it's really fun. Bless I love the cool. internet. Uh, good old wiki. A blog post by Rain No on Core 77, which was very interesting. I will <laughs> to put that on the Facebook because it was a very fun read. Um, yes, please. Business, business Insider, Mental Floss, All That's Interesting, and huskvarner.com.au. <laughs> oh,
1: excellent. Wonderful. Because the title of it has the word osteo in it. I kept imagining it as though it was like a giant bony. I don't know, saw of some kind, and it's a like horrifying some image.
0: Bloodborne war hammer yes, Exactly
1: that. <laughs> it exactly looks right. a
0: little bloodborne.
1: I definitely want to see photos of it.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm also
1: very keen for those photos.
0: Yes. Witspodcast.com.
1: <laughs> uh, Natural plug spot. Um, yeah. well, I as per usual, I started off really fucked up and I started looking up medical torture. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I went through so many articles of like, and Wikipedia links just horrifying myself with, with what we've done as a race to learn things about the human body and the human mind. Uh, but I decided to settle for something a little bit more lighthearted, at least for me. I'm just going to cross you out this week. I went with a little listicle of the worst and weirdest things found inside the human body.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> We're going on a
1: treasure hunt. We are. So my first little thing, a man in his mid-30s died unexpectedly, just dropped dead. During the autopsy, they discovered that dude's heart had calcified. Oh, <gasps> Yeah, half of it anyway. So in case you can't picture what this is, calcification is where calcium salts accumulate in body tissue. Normally this is what happens when we form bones. Um, And there are diseases that, like, do this to people where they just basically calcify parts of their body and make these strange, strange shapes under the skin. It's very upsetting. But there's multiple reasons why it can happen to soft tissue like a heart. So it can be, like, genetic, from diabetes, smoking, kidney disease, elevated cholesterol. All the vices will probably cause something like this if you're not careful. In someone so young, though, this guy was only, like, mid to early 30s. It's pretty much unheard of. And the fact that he actually lived so long with it that 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 bad is insane, Um, because obviously your heart is a muscle that contracts and pumps blood around your entire fucking body, and his had turned in half to stone.
0: Oh shit! That's some fucking Tim Burton gothic shit. I know, (laughs) right?
1: That's oh, that's very Tim Burton. I can see a really, really silly little short story from him that looks exactly like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, a, I mean, a... half-calcified heart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Isn't that what happened to um, Percy Shelley's heart after they found his body or something along those lines?
1: Didn't she keep it? I thought she yeah. kept it. I, like it um, I didn't know that it had calcified. Sometime. I did not know that.
2: That also might be very wrong. Mummified. Maybe mummified's the one. Because didn't she carry it around mummified like, mummified
0: like,
1: Victorian jewellery?
2: Absolutely. She went all out. <laughs>
0: That's some queen shit.
1: (laughs) I hope to be loved that much one day that someone carries around my dead body part forever.
0: Essentially. It's like those goth kids that have too much PDA at like the shopping center. (laughs) Or they like one walks around with the other one on a collar.
1: Wearing blood vials. Oh, blood vials.
0: Locks of each other's hair and shit. I'm into it. Love
1: it. Oh, it's like, was it Angelina Jolie? And who was it that she had the vial of blood around her neck with?
0: Um, Oh, my God.
1: First husband, I think it was.
0: Yes. Oh, I forgot his name.
1: I forgot his name.
0: Phone in at home if you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Message us, tell us, please help. Anyway, so number one. Number two, Mm. have either of you heard of Asciaris? No. No. I'm probably pronouncing it really fucking wrong. Basically, it is a disease caused by a type of parasitic roundworm, and it is called <gasps> an ascaris infestation, or it's a type of intestinal worms that you can get.
0: <gasps> oh my god, yes! Yes! Oh so my Body friends! Wow, I
1: found a really valley girl then. Um, so it commonly <laughs> affects children. Uh, basically what happens is people consume food or drink that are contaminated with eggs of the roundworm, uh, and they are usually found in the feces of someone already infected with a parasite, so... Please clean your hands. Please, 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 please wash under your nails. Uh, So the eggs hatch in the intestines and the larvae burrow through the gut wall and migrate to the lungs via the blood. Uh, I have heard of this. It's super gross. So there they break into the alveoli, which are the little parts of your lungs, and pass up the trachea where they can be coughed up and swallowed all over again to continue the process forever and ever. Until you die.
2: (laughs) Um, I hate that so much. Oh, my God. I hate that so fucking much.
1: It doesn't usually kill you. Um, It's very rare. You kind of have to have something that already causes you to die um, that it sort of compounds with. But a lot of people are infected with it. It happens to many, many people around the world. Um, Basically, once the larvae pass through the stomach a second time and go into the intestine, they become adult worms. When the host dies for any reason, the body cools down and the worms figure that out and bail. They need a live host, so they exit en masse through every possible opening in the body. So a coroner can get a body that is just spewing hundreds of worms from the mouth, the nose, the eyes, the anus, everything.
0: Oh, my God, it's like Mononoke when the poor spirit's running, but it's just all the Moving in unison.
1: It's that, exactly that. And they can be big, they can be quite long.
0: (laughs) Oh, I want to die. Ah, it's It's so.
1: Gross. really 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 gross you can find photos online <laughs>
0: well, not you're Coming back, I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm thinking of leaving actually
0: <laughs> no you have to tell us gross shit i find
1: you i actually um, have something
2: that might relate to this but we'll come back to that oh,
1: later. of course you do i remember the one of the early uh podcast episodes you did where you had a yes maggot cheese <laughs> love it um moving on to number three so, inside a dead woman's small intestine, the medical examiner found a tiny dead mouse. Oh, let me winks, let me winks. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up, but actually kind of really sad. Apparently, uh, this isn't uncommon. It's just not usually a mouse. Um, mental illness uh, and very commonly victims of extreme abuse um, do frequently have a like a compulsion to introduce foreign objects into their genitals, which is really sad. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that may be why this happened. If it's not that reason, I have no fucking idea. No idea how this tiny dead mouse got inside this woman's small intestine. It had definitely been introduced from the other end. (laughs) Oh.
2: Well, was it cold outside?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And it's definitely a possibility for (laughs) Uh, Moving on, moving on. Number four. So an elderly woman with a very large protruding abdominal mass admitted into an ER, Uh, (gasps) when they opened the mass, which was extremely large, they discovered a long, 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 long dead mummified fetus. Yes! Oh! It's fucked up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Was it
0: hers or was it a twin?
1: No, it was hers. Um, oh my this God. is something that does happen, not like frequently, but it's not unknown. So basically the baby was a result of an ectopic pregnancy, which is a complication okay. where the embryo attaches to the outside of the uterus. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: Pretty it's
2: pretty
1: far. It's not yeah. <laughs> ectopic pregnancies are not particularly uncommon. It does happen. Um, and some people can actually have a live birth with an ectopic pregnancy. Like they can f- deliver, they can do everything. Um, basically in this case, her body had encapsulated the alien tissue completely and left the mother alive. Um, over the years, the dead fetus had slowly eroded her anterior abdominal wall to the point that it finally did decide to start giving her symptoms and pain to get something done about it. The smell when they opened it. Oh my God. The was smell. horrific. Yeah. It's kind of like opening a tomb. Um, the patient survived, <laughs> so she was fine, but, uh, there had been a woman in China who carried her deceased child for 60 years, and there had been an Indian woman who carried just the skeleton of her baby for 38 years. The soft tissue had been reabsorbed by her body and left a tiny skeleton inside a sack.
0: Oh! oh that's so, that's so goth. Oh my God. So it's It's fucking horrible. It's so goth. It's womb to tomb.
1: Yep, exactly. You are the tomb.
0: Oh, that's pretty metal. The womb
1: is the tomb. Uh, (laughs) 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 Number five. So a patient went to a dentist for a tooth extraction. She was an elderly woman who complained of severe long-term pain in a back molar. Um, It was extracted, placed on the tray. Nothing unusual about that. Until... a tiny grub crawled out. no! Oh, no. <laughs> it oh, had God. been there for up to maybe longer than six months. Uh. When the dentist looked in her mouth at the place left behind by the tooth, the wall of the gum had been eaten away, and he theorised that the patient had consumed food with an egg in it, just like wow. people did when they get those intestinal worms we talked about, which had lodged in or around the tooth and hatched, and the larvae lived off food debris and necrotic membrane from around the tooth that lived in the periodontal region. Basically, it tunneled around the tooth as it slowly enlarged the area by eating away at it. Oh, i will never eating you again floss.
0: floss your teeth <laughs> oh my god oh. so this is the kind of shit that i'll read on reddit at 3am and i will hyper fixate on the thought of having an egg in my teeth for six months
1: yeah a lot of this did come from reddit not gonna lie yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god it's like that lady like this shit just the chances of it happening one one million but they're not zero
1: it's not zero it's like that it's woman not zero who enough. like enough
0: a bug flew in her eye, and that bug happened to be pregnant. And then it, it, the egg got in her eye, and they ate it from the inside out.
1: That's oh, fucked yes. up. The amount of times, the amount of bugs that I came across when I was researching this, that like, and videos of people getting their ear flushed and a spider crawling out and shit like that. Oh, I want to die when <laughs> that happens so badly. I get really itchy ears, and it really upsets me. I want to get like yep. a nice eco-friendly ear cleaning thingy because apparently they're better than cotton tips, which are awful. Oh, you yeah. can use them. Um, but yeah, it upset me a lot because I frequently get itchy ears.
2: <sighs> yeah. <sighs>
1: Number six, <laughs> a skull cage. So what? yeah, this is wild. So during a routine at embalming, an older woman died of natural death. Uh, but during the process of her embalming, the mortician discovered that the corpse was missing a large section of skull, like the size of a baseball large, like fucking big. Instead of skull, pieces of her ribs have been wired together and bolted across the skull hole to form a shield for the brain within. Yeah. So a previous- shit. Yeah, isn't it? Fucking hell. Like, I was like, oh, I could make this. <laughs> so a previous injury uh, had caused brain swelling and it is a normal part of like treating this kind of injury for a section of the skull to be removed to allow for the swelling to go down without compressing against the skull or the brain itself compressing against the skull or for the brain to get bruised. Um, Usually they reattach the skull and to keep the bone alive because they have to take it out, they, like literally a skull cap, they attach it to the ribs and just keep it alive by having the blood supply and everything just hanging out there. Um, but obviously, this doesn't always work, and sometimes that little bit of bone dies, uh, and then they have no skull left to cover up the big fucking hole in your head, <sighs> which is apparently the case for this patient. So basically, they just use the ribs. They just cut a section of ribs up, split them in half, and sew them up over the top <laughs> of the hole.
0: That's fucking... Pretty fucking cool, actually. Is not it? Fucking... It's fucking improvise, adapt, overcome bullshit.
1: I know. And she may have been able to do then the Marilyn Manson sing Auto oh. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so that's cool. Um, now number seven. So an Australian man, Dylan Maxwell, went travelling around Indonesia. Tay, this will be something you feel very deeply, I hope.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and felt an itching sensation across his stomach. Oh no. no. He'd had his appendix taken out years before and there was a small scar on his stomach right near his navel. Over the course of three days, a long red line appeared up his stomach from the scar on his navel, traveling up the torso almost to his nipple. Oh no. When doctors investigated a week later, they pulled a tropical spider from his stomach still alive. I
0: hate it. Oh my God. I didn't like any of it. So, so tropical. So, when I think tropical, so this is the thing about Indonesia and any kind of hot, humid, tropical climate, shit grows big. (gasps) Shit is so big. There were snails on the like tile of the villa I was living in, as big as an iPhone 4, as big (laughs) from finger to wrist (gasps) in length, like African snail big. And there was one night where I saw one just making its way from one end of the garden to the other with two other snails on its back and I was <laughs> like you know what I'm good I'm good <laughs>
1: that's so cute though oh my god It's really so cute. cute it was really cute I love it I love it I love it um apparently this, is not... of this spider oh, no so this is the thing I snoped it apparently this may not be true but There are photos of all the articles that I found um, of supposedly Dylan's stomach, which had the little scar and the big red line all the way up to his nipple. (laughs) But who knows, it could be something completely different. But I thought this was really gross and it upset me and I wanted to tell you about it. Yes,
2: right. You're right to do so.
1: The idea of something getting in through a scar. Like, did you know (laughs) that... The navel is still technically a way into the body cavity.
0: Yeah. What? If you press on it really hard, you, you can feel it like in your your
1: bladder. Yep. You can get in through that way. I don't like that. I don't like uh-huh. it at all. It makes me think of those old medical, like not medical, old torches where they would uh, put rats in a tin on you and then heat the tin up so they would eat into you.
0: Yeah. It's like that yeah. scene in The Matrix where they put the little robot prawn in Keanu Reeves's tummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about
1: that. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Well, moving on, that's a great jumping off point for an eel. <laughs> <gasps> well. I love
2: eels. Yeah.
1: Oh, upsetting. So there have been cases where bugs and creatures and things have mistakenly found their way into people. This was not one of those times. This was purposefully inserted into his anus. Oh, so,
2: God. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I'm one of those. Uh, I have seen the eel girl video, the porn oh, video online, yeah. the octopus one, the crab one. Seen them all. <laughs> um, <Yeah. And> if <laughs> you haven't seen them, bless your sweet brain, don't go looking. It's upsetting. It's gross. Uh, he decided to put a live eel in there after having seen the porn movie Eel Girl, um, and it ended up eating through his colon and tearing into his large intestine because it didn't like being in there because it's an eel.
0: Ask for consent, <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> Some old boy shit.
1: This is upsetting. Don't do this to animals. Don't fucking do this. Like, no. don't. Don't
0: introduce animals into your, your, your sex, sex life.
1: life. Yeah, look, there's a lot mm-hmm. of kinks. That if you're not hurting anyone, go nuts, but yeah. don't. Don't put. I'm gonna kink shame animals. you if you, you, you. Please no. do do it. All of you kink it. Clop in hell. Uh, so yeah, since it had nowhere else to go, it ate its way in, it burrowed its way in, it got stuck. They did remove it from him. I don't know if it was still alive. I assume no. Uh, it's not an optimal environment for an eel. Okay. However, dude survived. Um, pretty serious internal bleeding, though naturally good yeah some damage yeah it's not a good time uh so that was number seven i thought from the well number eight i believe i thought now we would just just have some quick quick fire direct quotes from a buzzfeed article that i found because no one could put it better than a buzzfeed writer obviously (laughs) uh one night i had a prisoner who jammed a piece of velcro into his penis where it got stuck and things were starting to swell apparently this was his third hospitalization for this don't.
0: Mike, stop it! Don't no, I'm it. gonna kink shame everyone. Stop it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't put things inside yourself that were not made for it, please. please. Body safe
0: toys only. Yeah,
1: there's medical a cool gray Don't don't put things inside you that aren't meant to be there. Um, continuing that trend. A woman came in complaining of a pain in her uterus. She eventually admitted that a few months ago she and her boyfriend wanted to have sex but didn't have any contraceptives. So they improvised. They used a fingering potato. What? By the time she came into the clinic, it had taken root in her uterus and had actually sprouted a leaf that could be seen at her cervix.
0: Oh, that's really cute. Oh, it's fucked up.
1: But also, fingering potato is not big. Also, how did you think that was gonna fucking stop any sperm at all? I can get a sponge. I can understand people thinking a tampon will help. A potato? It doesn't even just, have any absorbent properties. No.
0: And also, like, just, just don't, just get it out after you're done. Then why would you leave it in
1: there? It's why couldn't so <laughs> find it afterwards? Like, just use a condom. Or just wait. Just jack each other off, like yeah. on, I don't need to put it in. There's always oh, also God's just way. put it in your butt. <laughs> put it in the butt. <laughs> it's the loophole, the pooper loophole. Uh-huh. Um, okay, I didn't think I'd ever say those words. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> anyway, and last but not least, my first night as an ER tech, a guy came waddling in and wouldn't initially tell us what happened. Once we got him back, he told us that he had slipped while lounging by the pool and there was an entire pool noodle shoved about seven inches up his (laughs) rectum. Wait,
0: wait, wait. So did he cut it? That's what I want to
1: know. Like it kind of did. Because the the pool noodle's like probably a metre and a half long. I know, exactly. So So you can't, otherwise you would have seen it. Otherwise he had it down his pant leg.
0: Also, it's like the width of like probably like a can of soup. Oh,
1: That's I reckon. Yeah, more effort. almost. I recently was lounging on one, uh, not inside me, just on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at my parents' Details. place. <laughs> uh, in one of those little net things, you know how you have like a net baggie that you can put around them. Oh great. yeah yeah yeah. It's a good time. Um, yeah, so I can I can safely say that it is definitely minimum like a vodka bottle thickness.
0: Yeah, and it's not tapered. It's just straight thick.
1: Yep, it's not intended to go inside anything. It is just a sawn off end.
0: Christ, that's, just, that's some
1: effort.
2: Some solid effort to just get they had that to inside.
1: No. The ha- post I, I so, went to just, a sex shop the other day. There are toys bigger than my forearm. You don't need really, a pole. Yeah.
0: Like there's just the post nut clarity is definitely a thing because <laughs> like people go fucking stupid when they want to get off like oh yeah I just put a whole fucking pool noodle up my ass and then imagine the clarity after him being oh shouldn't have done that what about the guy with the velcro three times
2: was it always he has velcro?
0: no post nut clarity oh three <laughs> nuts stupid all the time Dude.
1: fucking hell like, I know soundings a thing where you get, like, yeah. something thin and you put it down your urethra if you're a dude and you jack off with it in there. I, there's things made crazy. for it, so I guess it must be okay. Oh, God, it doesn't sound so good. Velcro. Like, I want to die. I want to die. Oh. You no, know it's going to tear you up inside. It's going to be bad. It's
0: going to be <laughs> grip it and rip it. <laughs> All right. That's
1: just the, it- that has to be the episode title, grip it and rip it. Done Great. Love it. Medical Mysteries, grip it and rip it. Thanks for listening uh, to my my upsetting just flood. Um, Here are my sources. (laughs) Uh, Wikipedia, naturally, as per usual. Um, There's a website called George Takei, Work With The Dead Weirdest Things, A Dignified Way. Um, Weird, weird title for an article, but go there. Um thepregnancyzone.com Dailymotion the <laughs> <laughs> Yep Dailymotion.com, specifically Tomo News US. Uh did you know facts.com NBCnews.com, the Richest.com, and BuzzFeed.com all had excellent articles, a really fun time, and at as per listener's requests, we will put out, um <laughs> sources in the show notes from now on and maybe go back and do them as well i don't know it depends on how lazy we are so you can find all these articles yourself and read them for your own entertainment
0: homework for you all further (laughs) reading extra credit it'll be on the test
1: (laughs) so that leaves one so here we are
2: here we are again so the replacements it was a great tv show but today i'm talking about medical replacements for when you don't (gasps) have you think you really need but you know you can make do with something else oh mm-hmm. okay and maybe you might find that the, the thing that you're working with is a little bit better than what you thought you need my first one is short and sweet it calls back to i think it was my first episode where i talked about bleaches for
1: like 20
0: minutes straight
1: I had a lot of my (laughs) friends and family tell me that they fucking hated you for that. So well done.
0: (laughs) Also one (laughs) of the most popular episodes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. And they'll love this one. (laughs) So yeah, go back and brush up on that because I'm I'm not going to go over all the details about leeches again. But, you know, they were well known as their (laughs) role in medical tools. They're still kind of of useful today. And, you know, back in the 1800s, maybe you left your leech box in your other pants and you decide, okay, what can I do with this? Oh, I'll go for the artificial leech which was invented in the 1800s. It's basically a syringe designed to draw blood from the patient, but it's like, you need as much blood as you can from it because you're supposed to be draining the area. And so how it works is instead of a single little needle, like a regular syringe, it's several large ones designed to make your blood super accessible. So you insert it into the area you desire to render bloodless and no, oh. uh, well, I couldn't clarify this detail about this earliest model because it's still in use today. But this is the earlier model I'm talking about. <laughs> I believe the blades rotate as the cylinder oh. part of the device collects the blood.
1: What the actual? Oh. <laughs> um, so the question? You know, basically putting a know. blender on your skin. Yeah, I'm sure it's not that fast because you know it's the 1800s. <sighs> uh, but hand crank. Yeah. A little
0: bit of a hand crank. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine your forearms after doing that all day? So buff.
0: (laughs) What's your secret? Do you work out? No, I
1: just hand crank. Hand crank.
0: So right.
2: (laughs) So, well, um... oh, yeah, hold on. I'm reading the wrong part of my notes. It can be best described, I think, through the title of a 2001 article, actually, it's by Jonathan Beard in New Scientist. I'm not sure if this this is a journal. Yeah, New Scientist journal. Uh, it's called Artificial Leech Can Suck Blood Forever, which is
1: great. I don't have <laughs> for enough blood for you to suck forever, but okay.
2: <laughs> and, you know, well, leeches are good for medicinal use, and they're still in use, and I cannot stress that that is all they're good for. Uh, the <laughs> Artificial Leech, uh, when it was um, invented – wait, hold on. I am not good at writing. I should have. Worked harder in my. We go to uni! <laughs> <laughs> on it's
1: that
2: all <laughs> <laughs> so, this is like, it's a more inexhaustible tool with less leech related complications, and I refer again to my earlier episode.
1: You know. <laughs> and of course, they up, they've updated it. But Leech related this... complications would be a great band name, by the way, just saying. Oh, shit, true.
0: Someone write that down. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I think i go for
2: the leech back when it was the 1800s thing because leeches are, like, way easier on the veins and this thing looks like it'll probably just mince them. Yeah, that's all I was thinking of the whole
1: time. Because, like, I don't know, I think I am very dumb. Um, I didn't realise that blood isn't just, like, hanging around in your fucking body just in general. It's, like, contained to the veins and arteries. Don't – I'm very dumb. Um, so I was just like, oh, so if you, like – Try to draw blood or, like, if you're trying to inject something into someone, into a part of you that isn't a vein or artery, it's not going to get blood or, you know, yeah. I don't know how to explain how stupid I am.
0: <laughs> no, well, getting – when we've grown up on gory horror movies and skinning our knees and suddenly, like, all blood. the blood runs out. like Like, that's a fair it's assumption.
1: Here, yeah, I just thought it was hanging out. Like, you're a giant meat sack just full of blood. Um, which you awesome wet. Yeah, it's just, that's what I thought, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's very specifically contained to your veins and arteries, apparently, which is super interesting to me. Uh, so mm-hmm. the first thing I thought when you were like, yeah, you just fucking shove a bunch of needles into an area, I was like, but some of them aren't going to be sucking any blood out, are they? <laughs> They're just yeah, be- no.
2: Ugh. I'm sure they don't work as like a needle does. They just work to pierce it and then you twist so that it all just comes out at once and then you suck it up. So they don't that's- have like a cylinder on the inside.
1: Like those things that they used to use for bloodletting back in the old days that were just like basically a bunch of razors that you drew across the skin.
2: Yeah, the scarificator. I came across that so much while I was looking at this. It's it's terrible. That upsets me a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for that.
1: Thank you for telling me about that.
2: (laughs) So that's an introduction back into me and my ugly ways. And I think that that's a good segue into this, also a good reference to what we were talking about before with your wonderful discussion about roundworms. Um, (sighs) So here's an article from a journal, The Medical and Surgical Reporter. I think I forgot to put the date down, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's from the 1800s. Imagine, quote, imagine yourself the satisfaction with which a man could thus sit and fish in his own room without even the accompanying tub of water the patience and complacency with which after waiting from six to 12 hours for a bite, he could then play his prisoner some hours more before landing him, unquote. And now that doesn't super duper make sense until you hear a little bit more about it. But can you guess what I'm getting at here?
0: Oh, no. Is he going to just sit with a saucer of milk over in his open mouth <laughs> to get the worm out?
2: Oh, close. Very, very close. That's, um. it's actually the tapeworm trap
0: what <gasps> blah,
2: blah. No. what the fuck okay yes so you know kind of like the round if you don't know what a tapeworm is they live in your digestive system if you ingest undercooked meat or contaminated water there's a few different types it's also possible for some to migrate out of the digestive system into other major organs like the lungs and muscle and you know like the lungs uh, you can also pretty sure you have uh, the heart deliver i'm not just naming things i have these written down (laughs) i can pretty much naming organs
1: you know
2: (laughs) 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 gotta make the hour mark (laughs) but basically that's called a a larval cyst and it will really fuck you up so that's exciting so you want to get rid of those as soon as you can um this thing was invented by dr alpheus myers and i love the name alpheus um it was um designed in an attempt to steer away from the usual chemical treatments for such conditions and more kind of ways towards he, he was really into the eclectic medicine and herbal stuff. You know, he'd be super into essential oils if you were around today. Mm-hmm. And so here's how it would work. The patient would swallow the trap baited with a small piece of cheese to entice the worm, which I'm sure great, lovely, definitely works. Um, the worm would make its way up into the stomach, and again, quoting the medical surgical reporter, but different article this time, it would greedily seize the cheese, be caught in the trap, and easily pulled out. Ah! So this that's is fucking
1: stupid. That's upsetting. Not,
2: it definitely didn't work. Um, there's a diagram. <laughs> There's a diagram, actually. I'm going to have to – we're going to have to put that on
1: the Instagram because it's the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. Please, thank you. Um, <laughs> yep, I'm going to need that because I just blanked out and I can't remember what you just said because I was so upset by it.
2: <laughs> good, good. We're making good progress here. Oh, <laughs> the the idea was ridiculed immensely. There was a oh, thing written, put in by someone called Jay Gotham. Uh, it, it was – um. <laughs> It was sarcastically promoted by comparing it to other massive medical failures and atrocities. It's a so selling point. It's just, it's amazing. And I actually want to bring in um, one of my sources, actually, because I was actually halfway through this book when you guys asked me to do the episode. It's called uh, The Mystery of the Exploding Teeth and Other Curiosities from the History of Medicine. So <gasps> this is
0: amazing. amazing. exploding teeth because they're
2: full of I... bugs. <laughs> It's by Thomas Morris, and he has a website, so you can, like, access that and go see all that shit. But I'm not done. We're going on to something else now. Oh, and this God. is also something from this book, which actually also links back to both of your stories, because it's the 1700s, we're in Northern Ireland, and there's a woman, Sarah <laughs> M- who is looking pretty pregnant, but there's a problem. There's this swelling, actually, quote, swelling in her navel about the bigness of a goose egg, unquote. Ooh.
1: <gasps> okay, the eggs uh, are a bigness.
2: Bigness, yeah, bigness, big. bigness like. <laughs> huh. Apparently, she was looked at by a few physicians and midwives and such before um, deciding to do what she does next. Who all concluded that basically there's nothing sh- they can do and it's going to kill her. And so oh. she decides it's time to call in their replacement, a butcher. He calls <gasps> for the butcher, Taylor O'Neill. <laughs> and oh, I love the name Tolo I'm really happy with the names that I found this week mm-hmm. <laughs> he rolls up and finds her in a bad condition but still alive and by now this swelling uh, thing has burst of let out secretions losing a hole um,
0: oh she has a little armpit friend on her tummy Oh, a little abscess <laughs>
2: <laughs> Now, this is actually a bit similar to Laura's which is you know it's a bit you know, I'll keep going anyway, but um So this next part is a bit confusing because of the phrasing from the ye olde times, which as far as I understand, through this hole there is the arm or elbow of a stillborn baby. And <gasps> it hangs out of this hole for <gasps> a while before oh she decides that she has to cut it off. What the oh. fuck?
1: And this is oh. all the good she gets here. Oh, I have a lot of problems with this.
2: <laughs>
0: Holy
2: shit. Yeah. So Butcher's here. <laughs>
0: <The hen's laughs> gone. Oh, oh, God. No.
2: This is the state that the butcher arrives to work with, and he's naturally a bit freaked out because he is not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> and he, he takes a nap.
1: Before getting to work, <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> way down. oh, me too.
1: Yeah, I'd take <laughs> a look at that. I don't. I think that was a nice way of saying he fainted when he fucking saw a baby's arm sticking out of her stomach. <laughs> oh, it's cut off at this point, actually.
2: Oh, that's even floor. worse. You can see a tiny <laughs> shoulder. And a little There's a nubbin. Nubbin, exactly. <laughs> Imagine you're this woman having been pretty much confirmed dead by the doctors at this point, having to oh cut off the God. arm of your stillborn. This guy shows up and he's just like, oh, fuck, this is this is heavy. He goes to bed. Yes,
1: yeah, this is bad. Let's not do this.
2: Sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> for another day. So they give her some alcohol because anaesthetic doesn't exist till the next century. Uh, Turlo, the butcher, my guy, carves a big hole in her, described as about the size of a hat. Um, <laughs> just
0: a hat. Just I know many hat. different
2: sizes of hats, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he can pry the dead baby out, and it's a success. The baby's out; she's still alive, and you know it's good. But now is a good time to address the fact that Sarah had been pregnant before, but it was declared a phantom pregnancy because during her labour, her contractions just stopped and her belly deswelled over time. So it's like, oh, it's all in your head. It's a fucking pregnancy. So back to her current jam, the butcher can see through this big hole in her where the most recent baby used to be, and he can see something black. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) So he reaches in and he starts to unpack her like a suitcase. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) The black is pieces of rotten flesh accompanied by the skeleton of a baby. Oh my God. To where Laura was with hers, the one from her next pregnancy. So she was pregnant and it just cancelled itself and she carried it around for, um, I don't know, actually, I probably should have looked that
0: up. <laughs> A long time. So this episode, oh, shit. the subtitle is It and Rip It. The sub-subtitle is Use Birth Control. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but oh, not Kipful Potatoes. That
0: yeah don't fuck with a potato
1: <laughs> yeah no yeah don't fucking put fingering potatoes inside yourself please don't put many vegetables inside yourself that you intend to leave there
2: yeah, it's not wise i would be honest though if i had like one of those of potatoes that had actually sprouted i'd probably plant it see where it goes
0: it's very beautiful
2: <laughs> i could sprout it inside you it's a sign grow some more potatoes
0: how fertile <laughs> she must be that a potato sprouted a <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know
1: what to say to either of you right now. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. so Taylor, the butcher man, he got most of them on his own, but over the next few months, small bones are coming out through the cut hole and the birth canal. So this hole has staying open, and you know stuff falling out of her too. Shocked that she's alive. I know, right? Um, <sighs> there's a description from this one guy who came to visit her. Right? I think. Um, it's about the hole. Um, a little long the line, uh, he says, "I examined the rupture, and I can put a finger pretty way up into the body."
1: Oh, <gasps>
2: <laughs> Oh, that upsets me. Oh,
1: I don't like any of it. Fucking hell! Mm. Thanks, but, I hate
0: it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah really got as a replacement. Otherwise, she would have just straight up died.
1: Could always use carpenter. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, just
2: you know, get a hat size <sighs> hole in there.
1: <laughs> Anyone with a knife.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so she had this like big old hole in her and she had to be sent to the city, I think. So hopefully she survived that, but she definitely survived this, which is it's impressive for the 1700s. Thanks for sharing that awful fucking story with us. You're so welcome. So that I loved it. <laughs> that and the tapeworm trap I got from that book. Everyone should read it. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> 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 i also new scientist, Wikipedia, WebMD. Um, yep, those are my sources. And um, don't eat raw meat or get pregnant.
0: Uh, no more babies for anyone, we've decided. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Oh, God, I'm supposed to eat after this. I don't like
0: My <laughs> crackers with water that's safe
1: mm, yeah yeah okay whatever I'm eating I'm cooking it for like seven years <laughs>
0: <laughs> extra well done please
2: I really can't believe we got sent away with different assignments to do with medicine both came back with mummified babies then you know two more
1: Yeah, I think it's just proof of what horrifies all three of us more than anything else, (laughs) children, childbirth. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, Lord, I don't feel good. (laughs)
0: Thank you for coming back, Laura. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate
1: you, if not the horrible things you tell us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time.
0: I fucking bet
1: you
2: did. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone at home is feeling a bit queasy you can go to whizzistpodcast.com for all our socials to get some visual uh eye candy for all the horrible stories you've just listened to um again thank you to la for coming back on again and send all your love to lacey we hope she gets a speedy recovery
1: yeah wishing her well missing her very much
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um if you like us please leave us a rating um or follow us on facebook we love the validation and we love you Um. And, yeah, enjoy (laughs) all of that uh, nightmare fuel.
1: Yeah, have a great time. Think about bugs Mm -hmm. in your eyes and your penis and just everywhere else. Um, Love you all very much. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.